The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, David Wilson, Celeste Middleton, Dana Womack, Emerson Williams, and Jeannie Allman. All right, welcome back this Saturday morning. We're now joined by Smyrna assistant coach Andy Barch. Coach, how you doing this morning? Doing great. How are you? Man, I am great. My my setup is not as nice looking as your setup. You actually you were outside for a minute. You came inside. Well, I was, and I'm trying not to wake up my kids. They're they're teenagers, so if you know anything about teenagers, they like to sleep. But um, somebody decided to be a good idea to fire up a lawnmower. <laughs> well, if you got teenagers, I don't think you can wake them up if they're like mine. You can have an earthquake and they wouldn't know it well coach we normally would be talking about a football game but unfortunately we're not this week so let's let's go back a little bit in time so um first of the week you're you're making plans uh you're running your regular schedule um when did it finally hit you guys that you said hey we're not gonna be able to play well i guess it kind of percolated over a little bit over the weekend um you know and and there's kids missing monday and we just went about business on Monday, went through our walk or you know, our, our installs and talked about Rockvale and made our corrections from, from Friday night and went over to Laverne and our J V group played a great game against a strong Laverne group and it was an exciting ball game and we come back and we're still still kinda going through the motions. Um, you know, your typical school well, atypical for, for twenty twenty one school day. And somewhere around mid morning we all get a text message that you know, games canceled and football activities have been have been shut down and players need to clean out their lockers. Wow. Well, I know, you know, we're dealing with it, you know, at my school, schools around the county. Uh, there were around 19 or 20 cancellations throughout the state last night. So, you know, we had all hoped we'd get back to a, a normal schedule. But like you said, in 2021, it's, it's that, I hate that term, new normal, but it is what it is. You know, you you deal with it. You move on. You try to make make things work the best you can. So, as far as what's going forward, do you do you guys know as far as the timeline? Well, we plan. I mean, we're planning on business as usual. We're we're meeting tomorrow. We're we're looking at film today. Of course, we've already um, you know corrected last week's ball game, and and we're all as a staff. You know, on Saturday we, we text and we share ideas on Saturday, and we'll get together on Sunday. So all of that's moving ahead as normal. The, we expect the kids to all be in the building on Monday, and, and we expect to go out to practice Monday afternoon. Well, and, and I hope that all works out. You know, the hard part is for people that don't understand it, you know, when you're in a school building, because I'm there every day, when you're in a school building and something happens, you find out, you know, somebody's positive. The tough part is the tracing. And at a high school, you've got kids changing classes. You've got kids going to different activities. And so it doesn't take very long to, when you start tracing, it, it grows large very quickly well and, and that's just that you know that's that's a that's a huge challenge and a, and a challenge here i think that's unique in middle tennessee is just the amount of people that are moving here we've got if you include students staff faculty and all that we've got near 2500 students people in our building and it's packed and you know you you see the hallways and it's it, it looks like rush hour between classes and and some teachers you know, I, in my classroom, I tried to, to space the kids out as best I could, and, and you can see that all around the building. 
Um, Dr. Sutherland has asked the, the teachers to kind of cluster the kids and that way we can isolate kids. So some teachers have as many as three or four desks that are far away from, from any type of crowd. So that if a, a kid who's an athlete or a kid who, who might be in ROTC and doesn't want to miss a drill, those kids have the opportunity to isolate. So we're working on some mitigation things in the building. Um, of course, when this started heating up, you, you see a lot more masks in the building. Um, you know, and it's, it's just, it's something that, that we're going to unfortunately probably dealing with, you know, for the foreseeable future. Well, I think you're right. I think it's something all season long and, um, you know, it won't be the, this week won't be the first week of, of cancellation. So, all right. So we're hoping to get back to schedule on Monday. And of course you guys are looking to go on the road this week. You're going to travel to Hillsboro. Right. Hillsboro, you know, it's. I don't know what, what kind of history we have at Smyrna with Hillsboro. Um, I've got some history with Hillsboro. I haven't been at Shelbyville in the past. And, and looking at the film, boy, they look like a lot of the Hillsboro teams we've, we've played before. They're, they look long. That was the first thing that struck me as they're lining up. They, they look long. Um, kind of looks like a track team, like a bunch of 200 and 400 type runners. They're, they're offense, man. They're going to make you defend the entire width of the field they're, with those jet sweeps and just spread you out offensively. Um, they had some great play, they had a really strong Pope John Paul team, and there's some growing pains, like like anybody with with their with their first ball game. But but if you look the other way, they're gonna next thing you know they're behind you for an 80 yard touchdown. Well, and you know, like I said, you guys last week when you played Stewart's Creek, you know you held them to 12 points. So defensively, uh, you guys should feel pretty good. Offensively, of course, it it revolves around Landon Miller. Yeah, Landon, well, and the best thing that I can say about Landon, he's still got a lot of upside. He's only a junior, you know, and there's, there's things every week that he, that he adds to his toolbox that he didn't have the week before. Um, the game against Stewart's Creek, you know, it was a slugfest, but he made two really good throws that, that made the difference, the 60-yarder to Burns, and then he threw kind of against his body to a young man, Thomas, Thomas Jones, who, you know, is a tough throw. And, you know, he's good on his feet. He's, he's big now. It's standing next to him in the hallway. Of course, I'm with him just about every day. But, I mean, he's, he's gotten really big. He's tall. He's thick. Um, he does a good job, too, of not just managing the game, but, but keeping us out of trouble. I don't have any turnovers against Stewart's Creek last year. We had, we had a handful of turnovers throughout the season. And a lot of that is on Landon because he's the, the second guy to touch the ball. And, if there's a bad snap, he has to he has to recover, and he just he's done a good job of that. Well, it seems just like yesterday, you know, Landon came in as a freshman. Like, look at this little kid coming in. <laughs> They're going to kill him. He's so small, but like you said, he is a he's grown. He's put on some weight. He's really looking like a a good good quality quarterback. I think Landon's going to see some people start looking at him uh, at, the, at the next level. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're absolutely right. He does he does so much for the offense that I think he could really fit into just about any scheme. Well, as you're talking about go to Hillsboro this Friday night, you're talking about it being long and fast. Coach, what kind of things defensively have y'all started planning? Well, I think, you know, first we're just going to have to make sure that, you know, they had a hard time, Hillsboro did, dealing with uh, Pope John Paul's front. So we know they're going to be better on the offensive line. They're big on the offensive line. So they've got a lot in that respect going for them. Um, you know, defensively, we're going to have to make sure that we're just we stay patient. You know, against Pope John Paul, they struggled, they struggled, they struggled, and then they hit him for an 80-yard touchdown. You know, and those are the types of things 
that that can really if if you're if it's a tight ball game and, and you feel you feel pretty good about yourself can get you behind or if you're playing from ahead you know one or two touchdowns and all of a sudden they hit one of those it, it can be a huge momentum shift i don't care what the score of the game is well and to me, Smyrna football the last couple of years, of course, you guys also have pretty good size. You like ball control. Uh, like I said, Landon adds a different dimension, I think, as he's grown into to the quarterback. And then you as far as, I believe, wide receivers, correct? Yes, sir. So your receivers. Talk about some of your receivers that you got growing in helping Landon. Well, we've got, you know, of course, we dealt with, you know, like some people, we dealt with some injuries. I felt like we've got three receiver spots, and I felt like we had two in each spots that could be spark could be starters and and all six of those guys are rotating in on defense um kj lou or kj whitney who um he he started at the last year he played out outside at the left um did a good job for us there he moved inside to y and we asked a lot of our slot receivers a lot of motions um you know a lot of jet sweeps a lot of a lot of just going in motion just to kind of draw the defense's eyes so he's been one now that he's he's used to playing outside on the left and he's used to playing inside at the slot He's one that can spot just about everybody. So if somebody needs a break, KJ can get in there. He's he's done a great job in the offseason of attacking the ball with his hands. Um, you know, a lot of kids want to catch the ball inside with their body, but he's really worked hard at extending those hands and catching that ball away from the defender. Uh, we've got a young man who's who plays a lot for us outside on the left. His name's Bo Burns. He, he had to sit out for a year or two. He had a, um, a head injury that was really concerning. And he's just worked his tail off and just come back with a vengeance. And he's, you can tell the way he plays that, that he missed it and he doesn't want to miss it again. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. I mean, he absolutely gets after it. He, he, caught, a, he caught a touchdown. He scored. He caught about a 10-yard throw, but he ran 50 yards, boy, and, like, his hair was on fire. And I, I couldn't have been more excited for a young man to score. Um, and on the, on the outside, on the right, we've got a guy that if you overlook him, I mean, next thing you know, you're going to turn around. He's got six catches, all of them for first downs. He may, you know, might only have about 70 yards receiving maybe, but every catch he makes is key. Uh, that's Mikey, Mikey Vogler. He, he just ha- he does, does such a great job of route running and attacking the ball. And just, you look at his little, I mean, he's not very, he's shorter than I am. I'm, I'm not very tall. But, gosh, every time you turn around, he's making a catch and getting getting the dirty yards. Well, Coach, thank you this morning for joining us. I know we uh Coach Williams probably owes you a little something for helping us out this morning as well. Good luck this week with Hillsboro, and we'll be right back. We're going to talk to the Blackman Blaze.